Hi, loves. Happy Friday. If this is your first listen on the Wimbledon podcast, my name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization dedicated to uplifting and empowerment through support and networking. Uh, we do so many different initiatives like Leaky Group Community Service, Educational Regional Podcast, webinars, seminars, workshops, you name it, we do it. Okay, I can go on all day. But if this isn't your first listen on the Wimbledon podcast, welcome back, sis. We have more gems to drop. Um, I feel like I have updates every week for you guys. Um, last weekend, I had the pleasure of speaking at SheCom, which was a an event created to basically display the women who currently study or are in the field of mass communications and the many different fields within that. And if you guys listening didn't already know, I'm also a, food, a full-time student at the illustrious Bowie State University. Um, I'm studying public relations and, you know, and I, I talked about how I made my PR degree work specifically for me and my business because a lot of people think that when you, you know, you're in college, you they just think it's for that specific degree. Like, okay, she's getting a, a degree in PR. That's what she wants to do. But I talked about how I took electives and I manipulated that to work for myself and my business, like financial literacy courses, uh, which helped me launch my second company, Lynn Financial Advising Co., uh, which teaches financial literacy throughout the community. Um, I took speaking engagement courses, which helped me at events like SheCom to speak to the audience. Um, I took advanced PR classes that helped me learn how to articulate myself in tough situations, whether I'm corresponding with a big company I want to work with, or just, you know, like on a median level, you know, a girl boss to girl boss conversation. It taught me how to articulate myself um, eloquently and just like different things. And I had the audience do a constructive uh, little workshop within a portion of my speaking segment. And I had them write down all the electives that they could take at their current university or if they weren't in, um, in school, because I, I never want anybody to feel excluded. Um, if they weren't in school, I had them write down uh, the current certifications that they're looking at um, that would help them either start their own business or work for another company, just different things. Um, I had the pleasure of speaking um, at that event. I had so much fun along um, alongside some amazing girl bosses in this area as well. That day, actually, the day after that Sunday, I hosted Wimbledon's first ever Minty Mingle um, called Bosses with Business Ideas, where I um, rallied up all of my mentees and anybody who wanted to join the mentorship program that we have, Sidebar. Um, if you want to apply to be my mentee, applications in on the 21st at 1159. So go ahead and get your application in, girl, at Wimbledon.org slash mentoring, Sidebar. But um, yeah, I rallied up all of my mentees and anybody who wants to join the program. And I had them sit down and write out their business ideas. And I also had them work with the person next to them. I, I surprised them a little bit. I had them work with the person next to them and had them bounce business ideas to that person, somebody that they didn't even know. Or if they did come there with a friend, I made them switch seats um, because, you know, friends can be biased towards your business ideas and, you know, tell you the stuff you want to hear. But if you're talking to a stranger, they're quick to tell you, girl, that ain't a good business idea. Or girl, I, that's great, but I think you should do it like this. Um, we wrote down what, what, what are the elements of a good business and what are the elements of a good business woman, just different 
different things. And it was such a positive space, whether it's workshops, whether it's seminars, whether it's basic intensives like that. I always try to create just an overall good space. And I'm so happy that I was able to, you know, create that um, for my brand that day. And I'm so thankful to everybody who came out. You're listening to this and you came. Thank you, girl. Um, don't forget what I said. I will be watching you. You said you have all those ideas. I'm gonna be watching you to see if you execute them. And if you don't, I'm gonna be in your DMs going crazy. Like, uh, you said you were gonna do X, Y, Z, but I don't see it. So thank you once again for coming. Um, we obviously are doing stuff like every month or every other month. So stay tuned for next month, guys. Um, turn your post notifications on on Instagram, Twitter, whatever social media platform you have us on. Turn your push notifications on because we are always doing something. Now, let's go ahead and get into the topic of this week, which is stay down until you come up. I have not a local girl boss with me this week, actually. She's actually from the Bronx in New York. Um, this is my first collaboration out of state, and I'm super excited. Um, her name is Amanda Walken. She is a 23-year-old serial entrepreneur who resides in the Bronx, New York. And like the girl boss she is, she currently has two businesses, Slay by a University and Slay by a Boutique. At the age of 17, she started her first business, creating enough experience to move on and build something huge. Um, she started Slay by a Boutique at the age of 19 in 2016 and her boutique was created for women of all shapes sizes and backgrounds to feel confident beautiful and bold in their clothing um, later in 2018 at the age of 22 she created slave by a university her mission for slave by a university was to create a platform teaching aspiring and emerging women entrepreneurs to start a business market their current business and may maintain a profitable business so i'm so happy to have her here with us today um, so please welcome amanda Watkins everybody. This is Amanda Watkins. I am a 23-year-old entrepreneur. Um, I am the CEO, founder, and muse of Slay by A Boutique and Slay by A University. Um, as Tamani stated previously, uh, I started Slay by A Boutique at the age of six, 16. Listen to me. I started <laughs> at 19, and um, I started Slay by A University at the age of 22. So I am out here doing it. Yes, <laughs> she is doing it. Y'all has all these businesses and what's so funny is I think I came across your page uh I think two or three weeks ago or two weeks ago maybe yes and I was like Mm -hmm. oh my god I love her brand is so clear and concise and just like it's it's really amazing because I've never seen a platform quite like it so I like that what you're doing is original and you know it's 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 super different so thank you although like I I have all of my guests like do a little introduction and whatnot like we already know you have your businesses I like to kind of ask like the background so like where did the start of entrepreneurship begin for you um honestly that's a great question so when I was maybe I would say maybe like eight or nine about um my aunt she used to host this huge beauty pageant um in Brooklyn New York and um it was called the Queens of New York and it wasn't like an ordinary pageant so it wasn't you know like swimwear and this and that it wasn't that kind of thing it was more so like urban I guess you would say because you know um a lot of the girls that would attend um they wouldn't have you know, a lot of, I guess, clothing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And pretty much the pageant was just to teach women, young women, um, you know, how to be self-confident. And, you know, she used to do all kinds of weird stuff, like 
teaching them safe sex. And I'm like, honestly, that has nothing to do with a pageant. (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, but she would pretty much like wear her pageant, give back to the community. And it was um, 100% free. It was nonprofit. I used to literally go out with her and pick up girls like literally that was just walking on the street. And it it was nowadays, you know, people be looking at her like, I am not going with you, you weird lady, you know, (laughs) to like some weird location. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) to say all of that was I feel like I got my entrepreneurship from then um I've just always seen people in my family pretty much hustle even while they had a nine to five Mm. so I think that's where my entrepreneurship came from and little did I realize that's how it started Mm, that's beautiful that's beautiful that really is because I I always ask because you know everybody has different backgrounds and different stories you know Mm -hmm. um contributing to why they do what they do or why they started their business so thank you for that thank you I really appreciate it um so you said you also have Slay by a boutique how do you juggle both oh girl it's hard (laughs) it is hard I'm out here like listen y'all I'm hustling okay yes like I went honestly when I started Say by a boutique um I was just doing it because like I've always been into fashion that's always been my passion that's something that I love to do Mm -hmm. and um when I started Say by a university I thought it was going to be pretty easily excuse me easy being able to juggle you know just helping people out with their business because I was doing it anyways, but I wasn't doing it as Slay by a University. Right. Um, but when I did, you know, start doing it, I was just like, whoa, wait, I don't know what I got myself into. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, pretty much now the way I juggle it is, and I actually don't, it's crazy because I don't have an assistant. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't have an assistant. And I, I feel like the only reason for that is because I'm super, super picky and hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want someone who's going to be able to be as passionate as me about mm-hmm. something that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to juggle it, I just, you know, do everything myself. I set days to where I'm doing Save by A Boutique, and then I set days where I'm doing Save by A University. I mean, there's there's no time off. There's no, you know, vacation or being able to go uh, to my nephew's birthday party or anything like that because I'm literally working 24-7. Mm-hmm. So it's like the juggling is just, it's crazy. I mean, I need an assistant. If y'all listening and y'all want to help the sister out, <laughs> help me. Yes, but, if, you're, if you're based yeah. in New York or, you know, hopefully if, if you're from a different state, you know, she's looking for an assistant. So help right. our girl out, help her out. But definitely, um, I just want to piggyback off of what you said about an assistant. Um, it's really hard finding somebody that's, you know, as genuine and as passionate, you know, as you are when it comes to your brand and your business. Because your brand is your baby at the end of the day. Yes. And at the end of the day, nobody will ever, like, care about it as much as you do because it came from you, you know? Exactly. So, definitely relate to that. So, our topic, um, staying down until you come up. Um, have you ever had like a, a stay down season or like a struggle season um, where, you know, you were like, OK, I can stay down right now, but eventually like I have to come up. Oh, my God. I feel like it's every other month. <laughs> and, and if you want me to be honest, it's like you have to enjoy the glorious entrepreneurship lifestyle mm-hmm. because this is what it's about. And I really feel like even though I did at one point hit the six-figure mark and I've reached above that before and you know I just feel like sometimes you know you do get discouraged and when you because me personally I don't have a team Mm -hmm. um I literally do everything myself and I've been that way since you know 
since forever. Um, but I feel like when you don't have a team or you don't have too much people behind you that support you or you don't really have anyone that, you know, that they do support you, but they're just not entrepreneurs so they don't know, you know, it kind of like, it gets discouraging after a while because it's like, oh, no one understands what I'm going through. No one understands how I feel. No one understands how it is to do all this stuff by yourself, you know? Um, but I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. Like when you're down, I always tell myself there's no other place to be because the only place you're going from there is up. Mm. So, I mean, Mm. if you're going to be down, enjoy being down for this moment and don't sit there and kind of dwell on, well, why do I have to go through this? I always think of what is this trying to teach me or what can I learn from it or what did I do wrong? So that way when I come back, I'm coming back better and bigger and I'm taking it all. Absolutely. So, yeah, but it definitely sometimes as an entrepreneur gets lonely. (laughs) (laughs) It's super discouraging. Yes, it's definitely hard. I feel like people try to skip that, like, stay down phase. Like, everybody looks at entrepreneurship as, like, a super, like, glamorous thing. Like, you're the CEO, you're the boss. But nobody sees those nights where you're up 5, 6 o'clock in the morning working on your brand. Nobody sees where, you know, you're you're trying to get together a webinar or an event. And it's just you sometimes, you know, because sometimes, like you say, you don't have a team. Um, I feel like without the trials and tribulations throughout entrepreneurship, I wouldn't appreciate it as much as I do now. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Because mm-hmm. the biggest people out there, like Oprah, Ava DuVernay, they've been through, I'm pretty sure they've been through tough times, like to get them to where they need to be. It's nobody out here that's just, you know, at this, this super high position and they've never been through a super low phase. Oh, for sure. So. Definitely. I agree with that 100%. I wanted to ask you too, mm-hmm. um, thinking about it like have you ever um felt like super super down and you were just like I cannot do this anymore like what made you what what kind of pushed you I guess that's what I'm saying Ooh, you know what's funny actually um I think I touched on this briefly in a previous episode I'm not sure if I did but it was my most recent semester in college it was my spring semester And being in college and having a business or businesses, it can be super tough. Like you go to class every day or aside from that, you have, you know, a job and it kind of feels like a creative block. Like you're putting your all towards school and these classes and you feel like you don't have time to work towards your brand and your business. And throughout my entire spring semester, I was seeing everybody getting I was seeing this girl doing this webinar. I was seeing this girl doing this seminar. And I was like, dang, like it, it really sucked at that point in time. And I felt super low because I'm a naturally creative person. And, you know, I have all these businesses and I always have all these ideas that I want to execute. But at that point in time, I just couldn't because I was limited because of all the classes that I was taking. Um, And I put all my focus towards that. But I literally took that downtime. Me, all those feelings and emotions that I had, like, dang, I can't do this right now. I'm so upset. I put that all towards my summer. And I feel like right now I'm going so hard because of all that preparation time that I had when I was staying down and waiting until I came up to be um to be frank um because a lot of people ask me like right right now like they're just like oh my god you just put this out you just put that out you you just did that workshop you just did that webinar and I'm just like girl you don't know how long I stayed down you don't know how long I had that seat yes you don't know how long I was sitting on the sidelines like dang she's doing this or dang I want to do this but I can't right now 
And I use that season of staying down to formulate this season of come up that I have. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely don't feel like I've came up like how I want because, you know, we're all a work in progress. But I'm definitely right. in a totally, totally different space than when I was like, you know, during my spring semester a couple months ago. So I definitely always tell people to never ignore that phase. Like you're going through that phase for a reason. Without that phase, without me feeling like, like, dang, I'm, I'm super like stuck right now. I wouldn't be like where I am today, like constantly elevating. So I definitely tell people to appreciate that. I love that. Thank you. That is a word. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I'm Thank gonna you. listen back to this podcast and I'm just gonna be like, okay. <laughs> like I always I always say to myself, I'm gonna get real Bronx real quick. I always tell myself, like, trust your gut, that bitch knows what's up. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, yes, definitely. Yes. Your I gut always it. And knows I love what's up. I love like how transparent you are with it because a lot of the time as entrepreneurs, I mean, me personally, I'm not, like, personally right now going through the whole college thing and anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's nice to see it from your perspective and the way that you juggle it out and the way that you make things work and to be, to prepare yourself and not to preach or anything, but I always, you know, ask God before I go into another season or enter into a new challenge or journey into my life to prepare me first, because if you mm-hmm. aren't prepared, then how is it going to work? Absolutely. You know? So I love the fact that you said you had to prepare yourself because a lot of people you know they jump into businesses and they're just like oh I see everybody else making money I'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. and then they buy a whole bunch of inventory and nothing works (laughs) absolutely because they haven't asked God to prepare them Mm. you know so I I love that you said that thank you so much you talking about you don't want to preach girl that was a whole word that was a word I love that (laughs) I love that absolutely you have to take those seasons of preparation and just know it's for a reason just like how you were saying I feel like also So with the season of staying down, a lot of people try to underestimate you. Have you ever been through that where you're like, you feel underestimated and that kind of motivates you in a sense? You want to know a crazy story? Oh, yes. Tell the people. Tell me. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it's not not a a whole, you know, story time, but I'll I'll give you something very brief. Absolutely. Um, When I was... 17 I would say about 17 because that's when I kind of took entrepreneurship into my own Mm -hmm. um what I really wanted to do kind of was a backup after high school because I'm like let me just get high school out of the way you know like let me just get it out of the way um I was I was like you know I wanted to start something but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do and I'm like okay well my plan is for me to go into cosmetology school here in New York City I'm not sure um and the DMV if you guys have um uh, what is it called? I forgot the name of the of the cosmetology school, but um, um, it's Aveda. A, yeah, it's yeah. a very um, well known cosmetology school here in New York City, mm-hmm. and um, oh, it's called Empire Beauty School. There we go. Oh, and, we we might have it. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna go to cosmetology school, and I'm gonna get my degree, and I'm gonna open up a salon, and then next to it, I'm gonna have the. I mean, I just really thought I was doing it, <laughs> and my dad was like, "What are you talking?" Like he, when I say he literally laughed at me, he was like, "What are you talking about?" He literally laughed at me, and I was like so dead serious that I thought I was going to do this. And he literally laughed and he was like, what are you talking about? That is not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like broke me down a bit because I'm just like, what do you mean? He And honestly, you know, he probably doesn't even remember that. He probably doesn't even remember. But 
you know, it kind of made me feel a little discouraged because I'm just like, you know, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. And he's like, no, like, that's not happening for you. So it kind of made me feel like, so what the hell am I going to do? You and know, how did that motivate you towards like getting past that? Well, I started looking at magazines and I figured out hair wasn't what I wanted to do. <laughs> and um, in high school, I used to have, I used to cut out a whole bunch of pictures um, inside of magazines and my whole wall in my room was filled with just like a whole bunch of women and like different clothing and dresses and like celebrities and, you know, shoes and all this kind of stuff. And I just had to really sit there like later that day and really think about, okay, well, maybe that's not what I'm going to do. Because, you mm-hmm. know, it's your parents telling you that. So you feel like they have to be right. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I kind of use that to motivate myself to just really sit in the moment and look around me and really think about what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the pictures were all over my walls, I'm like, this fashion is what I want to do. Mm. So um, I went and bought myself a sewing machine from Target. It was like 170 and me at 17 with no job, I'm like, damn, this is expensive as hell. <laughs> okay, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Like, I'm going to prove him wrong because mm-hmm. right now he's just talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and he, he looked at me when I got my sewing machine and he's like, where the hell did you get money for that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, from cosmetology school, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, but... um. Yeah, and then I, I, you know, jumped right into, I taught myself how to sew with the sewing machine, and I jumped right into uh, making custom hand clutches for mm. my friends and family, and that's kind of how that motivated me. Mm. That's amazing. That's a story. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like what you were saying, um, sometimes the people around you can definitely underestimate you. Um, I was, I definitely went through that as well. Um, I feel like everybody can relate to this. If you're listening to this, um, I, hopefully you can relate. But a lot of the time we have people around us, like whether it's family, whether it's friends, and you tell them you want to start something, and they just think like, oh, it's, it's just a phase right now, or, or, or oh, you know, you'll get out of that. But not until you actually execute it, and they're right there to see you executing it is until they'll believe you like when I first started Women of Lynn and doing all the things that we do now everybody was like oh no like this is just a phase or oh no like everybody's starting a business and you know this is just one of her business that she wants to start like no like these are those, those same people that were doubting me they're at my events today they're at my workshops they're asking me to be on the podcast wow. like different things and it's definitely like a full circle type thing like I always when, when you're in those phases of, of staying down you will have people that underestimate you you will have people that try to like downplay your season for the moment and not until you come up is when they'll really say oh she was serious you know yeah definitely and I feel like there's some tips that we can give everybody um on staying down and how it can it can age you in a sense um I have a few or just two um, I have learned from your hardships and take every single opportunity to learn um, throughout my journey of college. Um, like I said briefly before, when I spoke at this event called SheCom um, last weekend, um, I had to take the opportunity of the many electives that my university had to aid me through my business and, you know, personally to get me to where I wanted to be, like taking different courses that they offered, taking different um, certifications that they had to propel me forward. Um, I feel like we ignore some of the opportunities that are right there that we could take advantage of um, to aid us um, personally. 
Um, also, aside from that, to plan and execute throughout your stay down phase and to perfect your craft. Just like I was saying um, that entire spring semester that I had, I had a huge stay down moment. And I was that whole through that whole time. I was like, no, I'm doing this through the summer. I'm doing this on July. I'm doing this August and I'm going to execute everything. I'm going to perfect my craft. I went right on YouTube University and I figured out how to do everything that I know how to do today. And, you know, I took that phase and made it my own and I made made it a thing of preparation and I feel like if you're going through a phase right now where you feel like really down and you don't know what to do girl plan through it plan yes. through it you know it's a, it's a down phase right now say it's July right now you know in September you're gonna hit the pavement you know in September you're gonna be on your bully season so mm-hmm. those, those are the two tips that I can give the girls listening do you have any um, I feel like I agree 100% with what you said, but uh, to add on, I feel like um, one thing that I love to do is I have a million, like, journals. Mm-hmm. And, Ooh, same, um, same. <laughs> I, girl, I am, like, a crazy person for, like, notebooks and journals. I mean, I have stuff since, like, 2012. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> yes, I'm, like, a hoarder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, I feel like what you can do is write down your goals, um, get, you know, just get cozy and, you know, grab a cup of tea or coffee or whatever you like to drink. If it's wine, you know, whatever (laughs) it is that, you know, is going to make you feel comfortable and just sit down, you know, turn the candles on, turn the TV off, just get really focused, put your phone on, do not disturb because that sometimes that's a huge distraction Mm -hmm. and just honestly, just get real with yourself, write down your goals, write down things that you want to accomplish, whether it's business and personal, how can you break down those large goals into everyday steps? And Mm. just like you said, prepare for it make sure that you are, you know, ready for what you want to do. And how are you going to change yourself in order to do that? You know, so write these things down, make sure that you're real with yourself, make sure that you are uh, being realistic with timing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just make sure that you have everything planned out. Mm. So just like you said, preparation. Right. Preparation is key. And and another thing, make sure you're consistent because, girl, consistency is, like, key. Yes. Consistency is is key. Like, even if you are in the stage where you are preparing, even to be consistent and on top of yourself with personal and business, make sure that you are really on top of it and you're not just saying it and you're doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. It absolutely, it definitely is hard. It definitely is. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to piggyback on what you were saying. A lot of people, you know, they'll start something and they won't be consistent. So I love the fact that you said that. I love the fact that you said that, you know, because a lot of people forget that. Like, okay, once you start this, you know, you have to keep going (laughs) so you don't lose that traction. The hardest thing I was going to say was that it's really hard to put something out there and start it and you don't really know if people are going to love it and then when you are consistent and you're doing your thing and people are gravitating to it and people are engaging with it and you're feeling good about it and then the consistency goes away you literally have to start from scratch again Mm. people's mindsets and it's not like a bad thing but nowadays people are literally um just remembering things that they see on their timeline five minutes ago 
Mm. People aren't going to remember what you post an hour ago. People aren't going to remember what you post two days ago, let alone a week, um, unless it's something that, you know, that they can really gravitate to, to shareable content or just pretty much consistency. Absolutely. Absolutely. Consistency is definitely key, like what you were saying. For sure. Okay, so I want to thank you, Amanda, for being on this episode. Um, this is my first collaboration, like I said, um, with the Out of State Girl Boss. So I'm so happy I was able to get you on this episode. Once again, thank you so much. Girl, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be collaborating with you. I love you. Oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> love you, too. Love you, girl. Yes, guys, it's all about collaboration, okay? If you see a girl boss on social media, a DM goes a long way, an email goes a long way, go ahead and shoot your shot. You never know if Definitely. they, you know, like, feel the same way. So thank yes. you guys so much for listening to yet another episode on the Wimbledon Podcast. You can follow all of Amanda's social media platforms at... Um, Instagram at Slay by A University and Slay by A Boutique. Um, and Facebook, Slay by A University and Slay by A Boutique. And you can follow all of my social media platforms at Samani Lynn or Women of Lynn social media platforms at Women of Lynn on all social media platforms. You guys will hear me next week with a special guest only at soundcloud.com slash Women of Lynn. Peace.